What is the difference between being punk and being a punk? We are here to talk some punk rock, some music comics. Punk culture, DIY shit, anything we want to talk about. That's that's what fascinates me. Give me everything. Absolutely everything. I find that, that music and comics have always been intertwined. Kick stick it. Don't worry. <laughs> What up? Welcome to Muxbat. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> Hi. And uh, today we have Jeff guest hosting with us from That's Good Enough for Me. And at some point, we're hoping that Chris Messer, or Chris Envy shows up. Um, but in the meantime, we were just going to chat about some news. And while we start that, I'm going to figure out why we are not broadcasting to Facebook right now. <laughs> Should I keep talking? Yeah, somebody talk. <laughs> so today, what you got for news? <laughs> we, <laughs> today we went visit a friend who's kind of in town from England, from back when we lived there, and down to Palo Alto and had lunch, and then went on a brief hike in this place called Hutter Park up in the mountains. And we get about an hour into it and think we're going to cop on this trail that's like fifteen minute loop, you know, and we get we get on that connecting trail. And it's it's closed because of mudslides. And he's like, I got to get on a plane <laughs> back to England. So we had to scurry back the entire hour around. So oh my gosh, <laughs> like, um, that hey, sounds like uh, I don't know. <laughs> you may not have heard this. This is something great. I think everyone everyone should know about this. A new tribute album released at the end of July. And in case you haven't heard of it, it's called Godspeed, a tribute to Pierre Kesdi. Now, those who know, Pierre yes. Kesdi was the bassist of Naked Reagan, longtime Chicago legend. And regretfully, he passed away from cancer uh, in October 2020, 21, 2020. Um, and so they got together this big tribute. It's got hot water music. It's got face to face. It's got... Josh Caterer from the Smoking Popes. It's got the method. Oh, awesome. It's got a whole bunch of great bands, all covering Naked Reagan songs. And it's and not only an important album, but all of the proceeds from the album go to Pierre Kesey's family, which is a great thing. Um, it's, I think it's very, very important. I think everyone should take a look at it. You can pick up the album and other associated merchandise at bigminnowrecords.bigcartel.com. I'm trying to find that information for you now, but I highly recommend you take a look at it. There's a limited edition uh, vinyl, and uh, you can also download it direct as a download from Bandcamp. Um, I wish I had this information for you immediately right here but i don't because i wasn't expecting to be doing this today um <laughs> but uh <laughs> but it's a it's a definitely um i think everyone should take a take a gander at this and see if it's something they want to pick up uh all the money goes to his family it's a great idea uh there is also um 
full disclaimer, I am the person. Trying to find it because I think I have it somewhere in my stack here. <laughs> yeah, it's well, there, yeah, he's around here. <laughs> I'm, tr I'm trying to pull up the graphic, and it turns out like I need like a probably a JPEG or something, and all my presentation things are things. <laughs> Maybe not even a JPEG. Um, so it's it's really great. Um, BigMinnowRecords.BigCartel.com. Uh, minnow is in little fish. Uh, definitely take a look. There's T-shirts, there's posters. In August, there is going to be a signing with the surviving members of Naked Reagan uh, up in the Chicago area. Um, please raise money. I've already gotten paid, and I took—I didn't get paid a lot because I—I I put a, I actually helped out a lot on the back end to get this thing going live. Um, just money going to Pierre's family to help support them and the loss of their father, friend. That's an important one, I think. So that's that's my first big thing. Um, oh, I was looking for a video file. That's why I didn't work. I have those <laughs> Okay. Um, here, I know what I can do. I'm going to show you the album cover. <laughs> Someone's going to find it. Um, yeah. Was it was that King's Road and, merch? Uh, no. No, Big Cartel. Big Cartel. Huh. Okay. Well, somewhere around here, I have it, but. <laughs> I guess we I were totally unprepared. <laughs> yeah, super unprepared. I feel very um, unprofessional right now. Yeah, it's okay. Here, I'll, I'll share my screen. Hold on a sec. Because I can do that. I can share my screen. I want to share. It's like, hey, let me, I got to do all this thing to share it now. Okay, I can't share it right now because I'm not this clever. Um, but yes, that's the big news. It came out July 28th. Uh, it's a great cover album. That's good enough for me.com. Got a bunch of people together to do a track by track discussion about the songs. Um, I found Jay Robbins' cover of the obscure track Got Hurt is, uh, is one of the best ones. Of course, Josh Cater does a amazing job transforming a pop punk banger into this kind of goofy so good at that catchy, moody song you know he's so good at that. Yep. um and uh and then you got some like uh good punk tributes a lot of i've read a lot of reviews on the album a lot of people point out that it's not bands as much turning naked reagan songs into their own as bands honoring the original music in their own mm. style so there's a lot of chances for people to just turn it into something completely different. They didn't, unless they knew they could do it right. Um, but it's it's but a common criticism with tribute albums is you didn't really do too much. You didn't change too much. Yeah. Um, but in this case, it's because Naked Reagan songs are so inimitable that to to do it close it close to the uh, source is actually a good thing. I would think. Um, so yeah, that's one big piece of news I think we got uh, around here. Um, I know there's a lot going on. Um, the last time, no, it didn't. Oof. Okay, so this is the this is CD stuff. Like, Did we we didn't get a chance to talk at all because it happened. I know where you're going already. AF records, AF records, and no anti flag, just anti flag, right? Right. Like yeah, that's. that's that was messed up. 
Yep. So, as in, for people who or who have been trapped under a rock for the past month, um, a ongoing podcast by the creators of the Shout Louder uh, news blog called Enough. Uh, it, it reached its 40th or so episode, and basically, the guests come on. They talk about um, abuse within our industry and our music scene. And they share stories of their experiences with that. And very often the, the guest slash victim, uh, it provides an anonymized story, um, but it, it's sometimes it's really clear to read behind the line, between the lines. And in this case, apparently uh, the uh, person described what appeared to be a sexual assault from just insane from anti-flag and this is uh what's the word they use we can't we're not saying it happened allegedly. we're saying that they allegedly thank you yeah so the uh, alleged abuse um however things don't seem very good because the day that this podcast went live the band scrapped all of their social media they pulled out of their European tour that they're on and basically just told everyone they broke up. And a lot of people were able to put two and two together. Uh, a lot of people are kind of bummed because anti-flag represents or represented this kind of moral character that they always wanted to reach for. They wanted, like, this band seemed to be on the bleeding edge of uh, of liberal politics doing the right thing and to have someone from one of your hero bands, even if it's only one person, uh, commit or allegedly commit uh, acts such as this was very heartbreaking. Uh, and there, in the ensuing fallout, a lot of bands uh, which were planning on or were about to announce releases on, the, on Anti-Flag's AF Records uh, pulled out um, from the label, and that includes uh, so American Television. Uh, Jared, uh, who has left the band because he moved, but he's on their new upcoming album. This is final recording with them. Um, they had to find out how they could re regain control of their new album. Uh, they pulled out Pity Party uh, from the East Bay. Was about to announce a new EP. Um, they had to pull out, and that's the good thing is a lot of these bands are moving forward. And uh, eventually, Just Insane uh, released a statement stating that he uh, categorically denies uh, the accusations, that there um, may be misunderstandings. The rest of the band members released a kind of more anodyne statement uh, saying, we stand with victims, et cetera, et cetera. But it looks like they're done for. Yeah. And that was like the big news recently. Uh, that happened just at the end of the last month. Is that correct? Yes, it was really recently. So, yep. I remember because we were on our, so the, the week of the 20th in July is my 20th anniversary. And we were on like a 20th anniversary trip. And all of a sudden, like my Discord and all my news starts blowing up as I'm like up in like the Redwood National Forest <laughs> among these giant trees, like. Barely any cell phone signal, but anytime I get something, it's like boom, 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 boom. And it's like, it was pretty crazy. 
Um, so that's a that's a, a a real heartbreaker for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know we can't go. We can't say like, oh, you know, it's it's sad. Anti flag broke up because you know they obviously enough. So there's enough going on there that someone would worry. Hey. But what someone what someone said to me or said in a, in a statement is that uh, for fl- fans of Anti Flag, it's the things that you learn from the band aren't gone. That all those things that you were inspired by are still there, and just because your hero or heroes turns out to be not to be who you expected them to be, doesn't make the lessons that they may have taught you at the time any different. You know, still you're still fighting your fight. That's great. So yeah. Speaking Hi. of heroes. <laughs> Hi everybody. Hi. Hi. You doing? Hi. I was waiting for a phone call. Oh. <laughs> but then I. Uh, Sorry, like, didn't prep you very well. <laughs> yeah. You're sitting there by the landline, waiting for it to ring. Like, call right. me. Old <laughs> I'm glad you saw your saw the comment on Facebook. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we have Chris from Show Off with us tonight. Um, we've just been kind of talking through some news while we're waiting around. All right. I'm trying to find a spot that's good in this house. Good light. Natural. I don't have any much good light in here. Yeah. I got the. Uh, we got this ring light. It's like eleven bucks on Amazon, and it does wonders. You can see my tan. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, so, yeah, like I, I'm trying to sort out what I'm going to do about that for the future. Like I do have a light. Uh, it's not a ring light, and it's like literally like I can see it right over the monitor. But like as I was saying, like we're still this office room is still in flux from the move, so it's not. Like I tried to turn it on, it's like not plugged in. <laughs> I can't get it. The I can't get it the plug because it's behind a bookshelf that is supposed to remain there. <sighs> well, oh, Chris, welcome. Hi. Hi. It's uh, it's Hi. been a few weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Am I cutting in and out? Yeah. You were a little wonky, but yeah. That's an okay. I'll try to not do that. <laughs> so last time I saw Chris was in Villa Park for Punk Rock Tacos a few weeks ago. Yep. Oh, nice. Which Villa Park is also where Show Off started, right? Yep. Yeah, that's where we started out as uh, young. 20, 20 something years ago. We'll just we'll just call it five. <laughs> I'm like doing the internal math in my head and I'm like yeah. 20 something <laughs> it's horrifying <laughs> yeah it's kind of crazy <laughs> um, so it was a it was a fun show by the way it was, it was actually you were a fun surprise that day because I was not expecting to see show off there yeah we weren't expecting to play there until like the day before so <laughs> and then you filling in for someone or we're like, of course. So, yeah, so there was like, what, I don't know, 15 bands or something. And um, actually, the Prozac's got added to that one late also. Um, yep. 
And uh, so I, I was actually going there to see the Prozacs before they headed up north to play again. I was going to check them out twice in one day since they were out here. And um, then I saw Showoff was there. I was like, this is amazing. It was like right at the same time, too. Like they played one after another. So. Yeah, it was cool. I got to meet uh, Jay from the Prozacs. I've never met him before. Um, we became friends. Now we talk on Facebook. So that's kind of yeah. fun. Little yeah, fun. he's a great dude. Tidbit. Yeah, yeah, he's right down the road from me. I'm in Western Mass. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, really nice guy. So, cool. show off's back. Show off Again. is back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah been so, which, <laughs> so which 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 iteration of the band is this by me, by now? Uh, this is the third. Okay. Third iteration. We Mickey was in the second. Uh, the drummer was in the second one. But I mean, as people know, it's like you get to be, you know, in your early 30s like me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. In your 40s, it's very difficult to keep a band going and, you know, with Show Off in particular, it was like the drummer um, from the original version is doing the fold. So, you know, he does, he has his own band going. Um, the guitar player, uh, well, Dave is now doing his, he runs riotous records. So he does that and you get to be in your forties and you, you kind of would rather be sitting on a couch at home than playing a show. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's hard for me to get out sometimes because of that. Couches yeah. are pretty awesome. <laughs> they really are. Yeah. <laughs> Sit in front of the TV and watch stuff, but <laughs> And shows, yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to keep a lineup together um, for umpteenth years, and and I guess even harder to keep it together when you're in your forties and you're you have everything going on, like just kids are in school and people are doing their living life, you know. So you're like, yeah, I'd love to do that, but uh, I got my kids, whatever, soccer game or whatever, right. you know. I can't go to the punk show tonight. I've got to go to the grocery store. Exactly. <laughs> I got this like beef Wellington in the oven. I just uh, <laughs> I can't really get that up. Sorry, beef Wellington. You're doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> Following Gordon Ramsay's recipes. That's right. All. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so, but just a. Uh, just recently, you guys added Austin on bass. Is that correct? Added what? Austin? Is he? I don't yeah, know. Austin. Oh, Austin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Austin Keep. Yeah. Yep. So he's 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 the recent addition on bass. Before before that, was it Mike? Um, we had Mike. It was only for a couple of rehearsals, and we thought okay. we could make it work. But you know, Mike is a very busy guy. Mike Muse. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. A Muse. And um, he's a world yeah. traveler. Yeah, he mm -hmm. is. <laughs> Malva, his new band. Uh, yeah. He has another yeah. band too, and I don't know that. I haven't gotten a chance to see them. I went and saw Malva play, but yeah, Mike was in uh, Amuse, and I had those guys on Dodgeball Records when I was running Dodgeball. Yeah, um, they were good too. Yeah, he's a great guy um, and a fantastic bass player. But again. <laughs> You get an RA age, and you know, yep. things happen. He's also up in Milwaukee, too, isn't he? 
He is. Yeah, he lives in Milwaukee yeah. now. I feel like I'm, Milwaukee is such an underrated city. People don't really know about it because we're so close to Chicago. Chicago gets, like, all of the fame. But, um, yeah, it's been, like, yeah. Uh, I've been living here for 17 years now. Mm. Pretty much. I move around yeah. a lot. So. We try to get up to Milwaukee um, whenever we can. And I've, I've really enjoyed a couple shows up there. Like, the scene there feels a lot like the Chicago scene from, like, yep. early 2000s. Like, yep. it's um, – I really dug the like the X-ray arcade and oh yeah, some, some of those places up there are really cool. Yeah, really cool. great neighborhoods and like restaurants and lake access, like everything you want in a city. And parking know? is easier than in Chicago. <laughs> I'd almost rather drive that extra hour up to Milwaukee to see a band play because I can park easier like, than seeing them <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah, oh, yeah, when it's like. Yeah. It's so much. I, I don't know. I love Milwaukee. I love living out here. So it's been nice. And I think we're we we're starting to attract some people out here. Like, uh, you know, what I mean to say is Milwaukee is a garbage hole. Don't move here because I need personal. <laughs> I don't want to turn into Chicago. <laughs> the music scene is awful. The clubs are all shit. Yeah, yeah. Don't go. Nothing's good about. Milwaukee. It's terrible. <laughs> this is gonna be it's, right, it's right next to this dirty lake called Lake Michigan. <laughs> Chicago doesn't have that problem. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no. No, when, when when growing up in like the Crystal Lake area, we occasionally would like we either opt to go to Milwaukee to see a show instead of into the city. Yeah. Um, or if it was a band we really wanted to see We'd see them in both places, like one night and then the other one. But it's always really Mark is really, really great, and we love to go in there. Um, Shank Hall back in the day, you yep. know, the Raven Eagles Ballroom was still great. So uh, I mean, I haven't been back in, in decades now. I feel like Jawbreaker just played Shank Hall, uh, not re- like super recently, but not that long ago. Which Probably, is- yeah, yeah. Less than Jake was last night. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. So we get some of the good shows, but not enough for anyone to move here. <laughs> Work on it. Not you guys. You can all move to Milwaukee. <laughs> tell, tell my wife that. Hey, how do you want to move again? Yeah, you guys move often enough. We do. Gosh, we do. Um, so. so you guys are you guys recording yet? We were just talking about recording, actually. Um, we're trying to get into the studio and do... I think we're just going to do, like, singles one at a time. It's kind mm-hmm. of the new thing or whatever, and just makes it, like, monetarily easier to do. So, yeah, do singles one at a time and then release them out and see what people think of them. Read all the comments about me being, like, an old chubby man with tight pants <laughs> whatever they like to say <laughs> yeah uh, it's funny. I love yeah. that stuff though I feel like it's you know it's like I know what I look like I don't need you to let me know that but I also <laughs> if you don't like my music I don't really care you know right. <laughs> I don't really care I'm making music for like because I love making music I'm making music because there are people out there that like the stuff that I do and for the people that like it, like 
I guess it's interesting enough for them to want to listen to it. And, and I have fun doing it. So like, I've never understood the, you know, back in the day it was even worse, but like, I never understood the, the point in people going to a thread about a band and being like, this sucks. It's like, do you hate the band enough to like comment that you, it sucks. It's like (laughs) going back to, going back to jawbreaker. They had a line in one of the songs. I can't think of what it was now, but something to the effect of if you don't if you don't like the way we sound, we don't like the way you hear. Not everyone's gonna love your music, you know. It's just what it is. And uh yeah. the people that do, you're happy for to have those people like express that they enjoy it and it's really nice to see that. So having new music coming out like just makes it it's exciting to see like what people will think of it. Um, I like to read negative comments, so I don't mind if people say that stuff. <laughs> I like I, I like reading the negative comments that are like creative, you know. Like at least call me something interesting. Yeah. You if know? I enjoy reading your negative comments, then okay, like that's it's fine. If it's yeah. just like the stupid, like, yeah. Don't be obvious. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If they leave a good comment, I still I still click like. And I'm like, that's a good one. (laughs) 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 Good way to be creative, you know, but it's never that way. It's just like, you guys suck. This isn't punk rock. I know what it is. Okay. Some people got to go on just to hate stuff. That's how they exist for some reason. I don't understand why, but yeah, that seems some people's entire raison d'etre here. So I don't know. (laughs) I know I've, I, I I spend too much time on Twitter, reading other people's oh. bullshit. Twitter like, is garbage. If you think Milwaukee's garbage, think, oh, at, it's X. Twitter is X. Yeah, X. yeah, X. <laughs> the generic font X. Yes. All right. Yeah, and it's so, always so, the the least creative comments out there too. From yeah. just like, are you serious? It's like all the stuff that you're reading. I like to read about politics, so yeah, there's plenty of ridiculousness there. That's how, that's how you can tell we're all old because now we're yeah. like, I like to read about politics. <laughs> Look, I, <wanna> read. <laughs> I really like um, that band, but have you heard this about this news article <laughs> uh, in Chile? <laughs> so on uh, Prime Day, I realized that I got old because I was excited to buy a food processor. <laughs> oh, see, I, I, I understand that. That's that's fantastic. Food's good. Like food, preparing and creating food is is, is, is an all ages sport. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so so if, if you're looking for show off uh, to maybe go into the studio and and release songs singly, as it were, like uh, how much new music do you think you got in the bag? If you don't mind, I, I write a crazy amount of songs. Um, I'm lucky enough to have like a computer with a program that uh, I, can, I have a little tiny studio in my house, so I can just record whenever I feel like it. So right now I probably have around 60 songs, but okay. I was wondering, it was like six. I was wondering in that, in that way, um, like, cause you were working on a, a solo record last year and more recently you had the rad racer stuff. I was wondering yeah. how much of that stuff, can get moved gets moved into like a show off or something yeah it's a little difficult because 
with the rad racer stuff, like, uh, I was kind of, I, I was, the whole purpose of the band was to not be show off. <laughs> so, yeah, it just doesn't sound like show off. So I was wondering how that <laughs> translates. Yeah. So I was writing songs to not sound like show off. And, uh, so yeah, trying to move them over. I don't, I don't know. I don't, they don't really work. I, I don't yeah. think for show off. It's, it's not really pop punk. It's more like strokes esque type stuff. So yeah. Is that a cat? Yes, yeah. I, I see a tail. Charlie <laughs> over here. He decided to join the. That's my dog. <laughs> Anybody else got any pets they want to bring in? I keep mine on the side of the house. <laughs> my daughter just started making noise. Oh, hey, puppy. Hey, hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, having that kind of freedom in your own little little studio, your own little corner. Uh, when you have a song pop up in your head, like, do you know right away if it's a show off song versus like something that you want to maybe push off to another project or does it kind of like, does the song pop in your head and then as it kind of builds, does it, does it then start to take a direction? Yeah. I feel like when I write, I usually have a melody in my head that I'm thinking of. And then I, you know, I have the logic X for Mac and I, kind of get a, a drum beat that's similar to what I'm thinking of just kind of to keep rhythm and then write the guitar parts and then around the melody. Everything goes off melody for me. Okay. Um, and usually it is like um, show off material that I write. So like if it's not show off esque, then it's usually that I'm writing like with a particular thing in mind, you know, like I'll, I'll say, okay, I want to write, and I've done it where I'm just like, I just want to, I want to write like a '30s jazz song, and then I'll just try to do that, or I want to try okay. to write a rap song just for the hell of writing a rap song. <laughs> it's never good, yeah. but it, <laughs> you write it, but it scratches yeah. the itch, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, that's good enough, and then I delete it. Oh. Spill is almost rap though. Yeah, um, I remember back in the day, um, somebody was like, you guys, uh, with my band before Show Off, AYA, we had stuff kind of like that too. And there were people that would be like, "You in, there was a, an article in this, like, I don't know, it was a, I guess a fanzine back in the day. And it said like, um, AYA invented the, the rock rap mixture. And I'm like, I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to sing fast, you know. <laughs> but I'm like, ah, don't put me in that cat. Someone was, I, some somebody was like, you're kind of like Busta Rhymes of the punk. <laughs> oh God, Busta Rhymes. All right. <laughs> Whenever I hear that song, I'm just like, how the hell does he keep up with that? Like, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you know when I was a kid, like my my favorite thing was the Micro Machines guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, and so I would try to imitate him all the time. So like, I feel like when I sing fast, it was just my imitation of when I was a kid, like trying to keep up with the Micro Machine guy. Wow. <laughs> and then you did it. You got you got on the Digimon soundtrack, That's right? That's right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, That's our last right. show, somebody I heard people talking about. Oh, they were on the Digimon soundtrack. <laughs> Still paying dividends. All right. <laughs> they ever 
just yell out. Yeah. There's a, like some fan. Digimon. Just in the Digimon shirts, and they're like, if you play that one song, they're like, yes, and then they leave. Yeah. Like, I just want to hear that song. <laughs> we would feel like Millie Vanilli, you know? We only know it's true, and then everyone's gone. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. John, are you drinking a beer? What's that? Are you drinking uh, a beer? Me? Yeah. Um, yeah I, was, just gotta, I was. This is just a seltzer. I went out for beers before this. Oh, okay. Was, You're hammered. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Like, totally hammered. He can't handle no, me. Totally hammered. professional. Yeah. <laughs> you can't handle the proof. <laughs> I was just actually telling uh, the people I was out to dinner with, I said, you know, that used to be how I deal with. I also, we talk about comics a lot here too. And, I used to deal with a lot more comic people than rock stars. So I would uh, go to a convention with my wife and we'd have a beer just to mellow out to be able to talk to people for the interview because it would kind of mellow you a little bit, you know? Sure, it does. So. <laughs> I had like three shots of tequila at one of our shows before we went on and I felt very relaxed. Very relaxed. <laughs> yep. I was like, oh, I feel great. I just kept talking about Ronald Reagan all night for some reason. <laughs> this goes out to that bastard Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Union Buster. And what what year was this? Oh, this was like a month and a half ago. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Jelly bean eating motherfucker. Right? Here. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know. People in the crowd were like, what's happening? <laughs> is he having a stroke? Yes, <laughs> All the Digimon fans, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> Who is the Ronald Reagan guy? Yeah. Talking about the, the guy actor? for future, right? There's like one guy that comes to the front with a Reagan youth t-shirt on, and he's like, fuck <laughs> yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Encore on the Reagan stuff. <laughs> People my age are out there going, yeah, I get you. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> the younger people are like, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about. I don't understand who that is. <laughs> like I mentioned Gumby, and people are like, what? <laughs> Gumby is? They're like, no. Brady Bunch? I dream of Genie? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, our generation, our generation watched the reruns from the generation before. That's like not a thing anymore, right? Yeah. I was thinking about that because you know, in Back to the Future, he goes, "Oh, this is the one where Ralph dresses up like an alien and they or a Martian," and he goes, "What do you mean you've seen this before?" And he goes, "I saw it on a rerun." He's like, "What's a rerun?" What's and I was like, rerun? "Oh yeah, they don't really have reruns anymore. <laughs> you just go and find it and play it." Right. Yeah. That, that's a very common thing. Conversation I mean, with they do have like, reruns, right? On, uh, yeah. What's that television station? It's like a Turner the Classics or yeah. like We or Me or something. Me TV. Oh yeah, Me TV. Yeah. Is, is like, Nick at Night still around? It is, but it plays like Full House. <laughs> yeah. I'm old too. No, but it's a, that's the thing we have a conversation with my daughter is like there was a time when a sh like the show you wanted to see aired at a certain time. And if you weren't there, you missed it forever. 
it's like you know it's very rare that your tv show would come back around in a rerun and she's like i just don't get it oh my god no. <laughs> you know feel old like it, yeah. there's a conversation like when you, w- you used to wake up before school because robotech was on at like yeah. 6 30 in the morning yeah. and then like you're like you missed one episode and like you come in the next day, like you went to school and all your friends are talking about what happened and you're just like, I missed it, I missed it, I don't know what happened. Because <laughs> you never see it again <laughs> until like years and years later. Um, <laughs> back, but you know what, one thing about that back then, spoilers weren't a big deal because everybody watched it at the same time. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It was also kind of like a, um, like an event. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, everybody was watching it at that moment you knew that they were and then when you left you you could just talk about it so yeah that's kind of cool and and spoilers weren't a thing because there wasn't that internet business going on either so (laughs) unless you had the long corded phone that connected to every (laughs) single one of your friends you weren't hearing about that shit till monday so yeah Yeah, the internet's great um, but it's also like it also kind of sucks. It's like for my kids when I'm like, I feel sad that like, you know, for them, they're going to meet a person. I remember being young and like going to a show and like, you know, a young, very young 16 year old guy. You go to a show, you see a cute girl at a show and you're like, oh, my God. And you like, I, I want to talk to her like that nervousness and et cetera. And now it's like you just, you know, for them, it's. Well, I'm going to look them up on Facebook and like, this is what they do and this is what they like. And it takes away some of the mystery, yeah. you know? It's not as fun. Yeah. Not as fun when you could just go to a show and be like, who is this band? Like, I'm just going to go see them. And you go see them and you're like, this band's amazing. And uh, they just happen to be playing with like some band you knew. And right. you can do music that way. It was yeah. cool. It's, it's, it's like, now it's easy. Now it's easier to get home though and look up that band and listen too. So there's like a flip side. Like this is true. This is true. Although it's ideally, like, yeah, so like, the music at the show, right? Ideally, yeah. 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 You feel to, like you never hear them again. It, yeah. it takes like um, I want to say eight eight hundred listens of a band's songs for them to make the same type of money that they would. If you debought, just bought their record, it's like takes it away. Like I know everybody hates Lars Ulrich when he's talking about Metallica's songs and whatever, and people stealing songs from on the internet or whatever. Back in the day, it happened more often because now you don't have to. You could just log into Spotify and yeah. But now it's just it's middlemen stealing money from bands. So it's yeah. Like I understand people's desire to listen and and to be on it. I had show off stuff off of Spotify for a long time. Um, and it was simply because I felt like they don't pay bands well enough. Like, you know, for us making that kind of a statement, um, we're not going to make a dent in Spotify, right. make a dent in yeah, Apple music or whatever, but I don't Listeners know. Listeners have to care for that to make a difference. Yeah. Nobody's going to, cause people just feel like music should be free. Um, or that, you know, I pay $10 a month to listen to your stuff and you're like, well, I don't actually get any of that, you know, right. it doesn't matter. I mean, for me, I'm not <laughs> trying to make money off of music at this point, but like, it certainly matters for bands trying to tour, you know, 
It's yeah. it's difficult to tour. It was difficult to tour when I was young. It's way more difficult to tour now because you just can't make enough money to make it make any sense, yeah. especially again, when you're in your thirties and forties and you have responsibilities, like how do you leave for a month to go do a tour to play exactly. for a bunch of yeah. people when, you know, if you're a band like show off size, we're lucky to get like $500 outside of Chicago. We'd be very lucky. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have some places that are better than that, but like, you know, it's for the most, for the most part, small bands, like they're lucky to make enough to pay for gas. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've seen, I've seen a ton of bands that have to do, like pre-tour sales of merch and things like that, and pre-orders to be able to make the gas money to get to their for, first tour dates, and it's just cascading from there, and just you know getting merch sales, like you said, f- to get from show to show. So it's huge. Those you know, if everybody can get out there and, good lord, buy a T-shirt, buy some you know. Yes, vinyl or CDs or whatever—it's huge to the band. Yeah, so. for a few years now, I've been trying to buy vinyls like from the band's website as soon as they post it, which kind of sucks because I also like supporting the record stores. So it's like, yeah, it's it's hard to support everybody. I'm on a fixed income. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the industry industry has definitely changed, and like Chris was saying, it's like you know, Spotify. The Daniel Ekway is like anytime he gets on up on in front of the microphone and talks about the best way for bands to publish their music to, to make the most of it. He's not talking about for them to make the most for themselves. He's talking about the best way to make the most for himself and Spotify. Absolutely. And it's like, it's like, it's just like the, that, that kind of like responsibility has moved somewhat from like those record, record executives of the seventies and eighties and nineties over to these streaming platforms and so, yeah, stream, stream away, stream a band as much as you want. But when you go see them live, go put money in, in that gas canister they got sitting by the merch table, even if you don't buy something. You know, yeah. get some money under their pockets and into their tanks. Uh, you know, and share the love. Like, seriously, talk about bands. That's why I do That's Good Enough for Me. I just love talking about bands and music. I want every band to become exactly. right. successful. That's what unless, we're doing, yeah. talk, unless we're writing about something nefarious about them. But we try to shy away from the big like ooh stories. Like we're all, all right. about like music. I heard you guys were talking anti-flag right as I logged in. Huh? We we were we were we were discussing discussing that and uh, kind of the fallout for a lot of the bands that were at the time or just about to announce their their signing over onto AF Records and. Oh and, yeah, man! I didn't even think about yeah. that. That's so, tough. Yeah, I like like I think almost everyone off the roster now. So uh, yeah, but it's like you know, you do you do what you're doing, and I think the music's still going to get out there for a lot of these bands. It seems like the label's been really really accommodating to get it. Like they people. Have to be, right? Yeah. Well, it's it's from my understanding. I could be wrong, but it seems like the, the label is more run externally from the anti-flag themselves. So whoever was a point of contact is being very accommodating, and I think that's you, you do have to like you can't be like no, we're going to keep your records and sell them because <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like a poison pill, and it's like a total the wrong move. There's enough bad uh, press. Yeah, the press. The people that run um, that record company can like change the name and ju- and just be away from 
the anti-flag part of it. You know, it's that's hard to yeah. do though. Like name recognition is such a big deal. Um, like even for us, we were talking about like, well, what label if we wanted to get on a label? Like, what label would we want to get on? And I, I ran dodgeball for a while, and to me, I feel like it's not worth running a record label. Like, I just don't want to. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with that many bands, you know? Um, and probably in hindsight, I think I probably would have signed, like, one band. Like, one band, work one band, and then if it does something, whatever. But I did, like, a bunch, and I was stretching myself thin. I, but, like, it, you know, people get demanding. Bands are very demanding with stuff, and you're just like, I, I don't want to deal with that. Like, I'm doing this... Like to be really, I thought like with dodgeball, I was like, I'm just trying to get, I want to do this like out of the kindness of my heart. I know I'm not making money. I know I'm going to lose a lot of money, but I want to help these bands. But yeah, it's not worth it. Like a lot of the bands that were on there were great. Some of them weren't, but um, you would hope those bands on A and F, what are they, what is it called? A dash F? Yeah, AF records. Yeah. Yeah. You would hope that they can land somewhere where, you know, they can be helped, but having that AF on your record helps you sell. And then that's the name recognition. So for us, when we talk about it, we're like, oh, it'd be really cool to be on like, you know, hopeless records or something where people know that that record label's name. Yeah. Um, but you, yeah, hopefully they land on a label that makes sense for them and it's weird to think about. I met those the Anaflag guys a couple of times in my life on tour. You never really, and there's so many times where I hear people do like something happens and something somebody did something to somebody, where you're like, I don't really, I can't imagine that person doing that. Like, just can't. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you know, I don't really know them, know them, but like, you know, you hang out, have some beers, and yep. you see nothing of that kind of craziness from that person you're just like like who the hell thought jared from subway was a kid diddler right, right. Like, nobody nobody right. would imagine that that's what he yeah. is it's crazy that that stuff happens like we did a whole tour with brand new you know we got into trouble i don't remember what it was for wasn't it like trying to get a picture from a girl or something oh like a young girl. There's so many. Yeah. There's some. Yeah. I don't know. This, this, sometimes this band comes up in conversations in our back channels at the site because <laughs> kind of local scene. Yeah. Because uh, one of my guys is like in the in the New York area. One of my editors. Oh. So it's like there's always a chance to like do something or be around something. Yeah. It was. I'm not, not the name. It does. I don't know. It wasn't good. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> no, it wasn't good. And again, that's somebody I was around for an entire tour, and I was like, I never saw him do anything like that. Like, it's so shocking no. to me. Yeah, that's wild. To hear about the behavior of certain people, it's it's wild to me. It's wild to me that there are people out there who want to take advantage of, like, young kids, young girls, young boys, whatever, like, that's just insane to me. I don't understand it. Yeah. But that doing stuff that I just don't understand, like, and it, maybe it's because maybe I'm super naive. No. 
Like I'm, I might be like a, like a Mr. Rogers naive type of person where I just feel like why, like why can't people just be nice to each other? I just don't yeah. understand. Like, why can't you, you know, like the people. So I live in, I live in Waukesha, Wisconsin, and it is like more probably Republican than Democrat. And I'm like, I just don't get you. Like, why can't you just stay the fuck out of other people's lives? You know what I mean? Right. Just stay the fuck That's out of your life. Take. You don't need to worry about this dude's marriage to this other dude. You don't need to worry about her getting an abortion. You don't need to worry about, like, what I do with my life. It's not your fucking business. Just leave people alone. But they yeah. are the people, by the way, and I'm probably preaching too much here, but they are the people, <laughs> by the way, who are like, I want small government and I want people to stay the fuck out of my life. But you want to be right. in everybody else's, you know? It's like, Jesus. Yeah. I want freedom, but I, if you want freedom, too, I want you to do this, this, and this, and this. Just like right. me. They just want the freedom to oppress. That's really what it is. That's all it boils down to. So, Yeah, yeah it's fucking gross. Yes. And fuck that shit. <laughs> are you allowed to swear <laughs> on this, by the way? Fuck yeah. yes. <laughs> I don't know if YouTube likes it, but we like it, so we do it. So, so I think I think the I think the advertising now is is go to Milwaukee, not Waukesha. Well, I'm telling you, like my neighbors are pretty great, and uh, you could probably, when my wife and I were buying houses, we were like, our realtor was like, "Where would you like to live?" We were like, "Anywhere but Waukesha." <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Here you are. <laughs> but it turned out to be great. I feel like our most of our neighbors, like in this general area, they're pretty good. So pretty good. I was, people. I was gonna say you're outside in the yard there. If you're preaching to the neighbors over there, they're like, he's about to get his ass kicked at live on our show here. <laughs> hey, um, our neighbors around here like to themselves really, and they probably hear me all the time. <laughs> in my house talking to my wife seeing something and I'm like this motherfucker like <laughs> you know <laughs> but we like yeah. to have you guys are getting a small portion of what my wife listens to every single day for me <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm sure she's rolling her eyes like oh my god like I get it yeah why don't you go back to play with your band? I'm tired of you. <laughs> don't you have a punk show to go to, honey? Yeah. No, I'm old. I know. I want to get on the couch and watch that. Yeah, I think that's funny. in the marriage uh, The older I get, you know, they always say the older you get, like, the more conservative you become. Like, people mm, say yeah. that. Yeah, people are like, when you're young. You're like, of course you're a liberal because you're bleeding heart and want everything, everything to help everybody. And when you get older, you become more of a Republican because you're you have more common sense. And I'm like, not even <laughs> close. Like I was kind yeah. of the <laughs> reverse of that personally. Like, yeah. I feel like I was yeah. more conservative years ago, and now I, I can't even understand it. No, I can't. I I'm just like, how are you a party without any fucking policy? That makes no sense. <laughs> Your policy is I, I, like, let me control everybody else and everything else. It's like, how are you going to fix the economy? No idea. But gay people can't yeah. get married. Like, yeah. Oh, that, it, that it's politics, politics of, of obstruction. I don't know anything. But I, I read a political article 
speaking of those, uh, recently that like delved into like whether or not that adage is true. Like you're liberal when you're younger and <clears throat> conservative when you're older. And that, that kind of was the case when like, when there was a time when people had, they owned a lot of things, when they got older, they got the successful job, their wife stayed at home, took care of the kids and the husband went out and got his job and they could buy a house on one person's salary and they could have two cars. And like at a certain point that switch just got flipped. And now people are like, you know, in their forties, fifties, they can't afford a house, they're married. They're both good paying jobs, they have children, maybe not children. And they still, they just priced out of so many things. And it's like, so maybe, maybe their tie-in there was like, once you owned a lot of things, you're like, I don't want people to be taxing me on these things. And I want to keep these things. But that was a thing that if it ever happened that way, it was decades and decades ago. And that reality right. has not been the case for a long time. So. Yeah, that's good to hear. <laughs> that, like that, that doesn't resonate with me at all. Like, <laughs> I feel way more liberal now and i mean i was liberal before but now i feel I'm more like liberal now probably because i know more things <laughs> exactly <laughs> read more right. books yeah <laughs> <laughs> so Alex. go ahead somebody say something okay, no i Eric, just politics. you look frozen politics. <laughs> um we usually wrap up right around eight, um, but oh, we still will around eight. But I, uh, oh, I had one, one thing that was interesting to me looking at your Wikipedia for show off. Yeah. So your first album came off on Maverick, and the Wikipedia makes a point to mention that that was while Madonna owned the label. So was Madonna a show off fan? Um, so when I went to the offices of Maverick, when we were out there at one point, she walked into the offices and I was like, Oh shit, it's Madonna. Right. Cause yeah. Madonna. Yeah. And, uh, I walk, I actually walked up to her and her security guard and I was like, Hey, she was like, Hey, and I was like, you're Madonna. She was like, yep. You're Chris from show off. And I was like, what? She was like, you're on. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> he was very nice, actually. He was very nice. So, were you wearing a name tag that said Chris from Show Off? No, but I had a shirt that said, Hey, I'm Chris from Show Off. <laughs> you still wear that shirt, don't you? <laughs> but yeah, it was that nice. That nice. It was nice. Shirt. Nice to know that the owner, somebody who's like that famous, would know who you are, you know, or that right. know that they're involved enough that they would know your personal name. Yep. Which maybe yeah. someone was like, "Listen, Chris from Show Off is in the office. He's probably going to come up to you because because <laughs> he's crossing <laughs> boundary." <laughs> <laughs> and he, then I he, he really appreciated your spread in that book with uh, with uh, Vanilla Ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a fan. Yes. <laughs> wow. Oh. Awesome. I like when um, it gets very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everyone's like, it's, it's real. Eric, sometimes, it's great. Sometimes things Eric keeps, to get quiet. Eric is freezing. So, like, he says something and then it freezes. And I'm, like, I'm waiting I know. For I'm always like, is he going to say something? I don't want to step on his toes. 
Sorry, guys. Is, is the entire thing from <laughs> for the video? We can just start doing puppets, shadow puppets, and stuff, or something. Yeah, amuse ourselves while he's frozen. Like right now, he's frozen. Right now, <laughs> look at that frozen picture. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> I feel like it's about time to shut this shit down. <laughs> Are we making too? We're making too much fun of Eric, so we can't. We got to shut it. Down. <laughs> we love you, buddy. Sneeze and freeze. Be like. This is a. This is all about visual right now, so it's gonna be great content on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it. It was well, there was ten percent of this episode was just guys giggling. I don't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> per capita, like ten percent swearing, ten percent giggling, and then another twenty percent silence. So <laughs> there was at least fifty percent of talking shit about Milwaukee. Right. <laughs> that adds up somehow well uh chris got some shows coming up or anything to throw at us oh yeah um i don't know the dates of any of those shows because i'm old and i don't care about keeping up with that anymore someone just goes where can people find where those dates <laughs> uh we're actually playing two shows with mest um and it's i think it's uh one at X-Ray Arcade and one in West Chicago, I think. Um, but we're playing two dates with Mest, and that's in September. So the only shows that I can remember. There might be more. So your <laughs> Facebook page is the best place to look yeah. for those? Yep. Yep. Cool. Go to the Facebook page for Show Off, and we have everything on there. We'll be advertising and putting up some music. Perfect. Yep. Awesome. Maybe some TikTok videos. I don't know how to work TikTok that well. I'm old. I have to get back to TikTok. Just don't break a hip while you're trying to do a little TikTok <laughs> dance, buddy. <laughs> it is actually, dangerous. maybe you should. We were thinking about, actually, we're going to bring back all of the old, uh, like, challenges. So we're going to be like, show off doing the ice water challenge. <laughs> we're going to be like, what? that's not even a thing anymore. Oh, yes, it is. We're going to do planks for how long? <laughs> Show us doing that video in the ring. Oh, no, no. You were putting shit on cats on one of the things. People were stacking stuff on cats. Oh, God. <laughs> That'll be one of the things we do then. Tide pod challenge. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one, actually. <laughs> You can totally shove one of those in your mouth, spit it out real fast, and then be like, "He's he died." <laughs> Not a good challenge. <laughs> we should make. I'm totally gonna make a skit with that. And eat one, and we're gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, "This is not a good challenge. I'm hurting really bad." Can we go? You can use pop rocks, soda for effects. Then you're like, yeah, like foaming yeah. like Cujo for a little bit. <laughs> Then Grimace comes out of nowhere with a shake. <laughs> That's 2023 in a nutshell. Exactly. <laughs> well, thanks All for right. coming on, Chris. Of course. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, guys. We'll get you Very back nice on at some point. All right. Uh, Jeff, it's always nice having you around. We'll have less bummer news next time.
Yeah, some yeah. awesome news. We're, we got you we'll on in a few weeks to talk some more news. We'll be prepared this time. So graphics <laughs> yeah. and all sorts of professional kind of stuff. So and maybe some news with some positivity. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good. I tried to start in a positive one, and I tried really hard with that Godspeed album, and then it was like, oh, but it's bigger news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Sorry, everybody, everybody out. <laughs> Everybody take care. Thank you much, guys. Hey, you made it through an entire episode. Good for you. If you're looking for more, give the rest of the channel a look. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll catch you fuckers next time. Later.